Welcome to the Kook Center Podcast, and here's your host... English. Who needs that? I'm never going to England. Michael Preston. Another edition of my favorite WSU event, this time with our own Craig Powers from Podcast Versus Everyone at KookCenter.com. Does it all. One of the OG, not like the OG of KookCenter, but he was, he's been here a very, very long time. Uh, and I think, again, another another game that like doesn't get, you know, like it, it's not like one of those first ones in a memory for a lot of Kook fans. It, it's kind of one of those more random ones that holds a special place in someone's heart, which was, again, like we talked about last week, part of the reason why we started doing this series was we wanted to really find those games. And 2013 against USC at the Coliseum for football, this was a, as we'll describe, it was a very, very weird football game. And I and we forgot, and I and both forgot, that there was a field goal block by WSU in this game. DeMonte Horton had two picks. The only touchdown WSU scored was a pick six from Horton. Uh, the longest play of the night set up Andrew Fernie's game-winning field goal. It was just a dracky, bad, gross football game in a lot of ways. But for Craig, this holds a lot of meaning. It was the first game he'd been to. Uh, in quite some time. It was in Los Angeles. It was beating USC. That's always special. And as we also mentioned in the show, a lot of more recent Kook fans may not know what it really meant to beat USC. It's not like USC was this, you know, it it wasn't this team that Washington State beat a lot. I, I think like half of our wins against USC have come this century. Half of our wins against USC have come in the last 20 years. This game, the one they should have won in 2018, the one they did win in 2017, 2002. So it's it's not like, you know, th- it was a regular thing to beat USC. So this, it, it and especially at the Coliseum. So it holds that, that special place, and it, it still does for me too. We were living in LA at the time, and this was the weekend my father-in-law happened to to be getting remarried in Seattle. So we weren't actually in town for the one game that year we could have been in town for. And I missed this and had to follow it on my phone at dinner, being rude as all hell and, you know, checking in on the game. So this is, it's, it's just such a weird football game. Mike Leach's second year, Connor Halliday threw like two picks. He had a horrible football game. Nobody had a good football game except for the defense. They had a great football game. Held USC to like to fewer yards than WSU racked up. And it's it's just this magical fun thing that like you would never want to rewatch the entire game, right? And I and just even looking for highlights for this game, it was it was the hardest to find highlights for of anything we've done in this series. And, and, and so clearly nobody really wants to remember it, especially Lane Kiffin, who this was the second to last straw that broke the camel's back for him at SC. So take a listen. It's a great memory that Craig shares. And it's, it's so fun to go back over this game and to remember just kind of what would be the beginning of a very, very weird season for WSU. That 2013... I've talked about before how they probably got ahead of schedule in 2013. This was a season that should have happened the next year when they absolutely tanked the next year 
including Connor Halliday's broken leg against USC in Pullman. So it's it's definitely a a the, 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 a weird game that started a very very weird season. So we'll talk more about it with Craig when we come back after the fight song on the Coop Center. <laughs> the Coog Center Hour, part four of our favorite WSU event memories, and I think kind of number two in a row of a more obscure one, but the second one involving uh, USC. Mr. Craig Powers of our own CoogCenter.com here to talk about it, and Craig, this is, uh, you know, like, I, I think I kind of started this series with the idea that games like this would be highlighted, and I know you've certainly been to better football games than this one, to be sure. Uh, oh, but yeah. but this this one kind of holds a, a little special place for you, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the uh, it was I had been living um, for about four years um, on the East Coast between Nashville and Vermont. I was living in Vermont at the time, um, so I had the last WSU football game I had seen in person was the 2008 Apple Cup, another very high quality. Yes, uh, football game, mm-hmm. and so I uh, basically I had this work trip coming up, and I saw the uh, the dates align. The basically the conference started on Monday, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, shit, I have or sorry, well, I have to go." Um, and so I, I, you know, I bought. I was so excited. I, I, I bought my ticket through WSU. Made sure I did that. Like it, it, you know, it didn't matter uh, if you know, since SC was, you know, not exactly doing that well. Yeah. Like I definitely could have bought, you know, a cheap ticket off StubHub or whatever. But I bought my ticket through WSU, um, which SC didn't overcharge that much, like some some other schools do. But, no, none, none, um, none, none that we know and are specifically rivals with in in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the day when it um, when the ticket came in the mail, and I'm sure uh, WSU ticket office was like they can't address many envelopes to Stowe, Vermont. And uh, <laughs> I remember when it came in the mail, and I was so excited, like I was just, it was so. I was like, man, this is the best. And uh, um, I just, you know, I had to hold on to that physical ticket, make sure I took it with me on mm-hmm. the trip. And all that, you know, no digital ticket back then, even in 2013. Um, but yeah, it's so this was just um, that that kind of sets us the stage of why this was already like a really exciting trip for me. And truthfully, I had no expectation of a win. Um, I, I, I I'm a I'm of the belief that WSU should never expect a win against USC mm-hmm. because uh, they have happened so few and far between. I'm pretty sure um, you could have someone on. Uh, if you went through enough Coug fans, you would get every single WSU win 
over USC <laughs> at, at some point. <laughs> Wait, we had to we had to dig into uh, some of our older fans because I'm pretty sure the first one was quite a long time ago. But yeah, no, we could probably we could probably do that. I bet. Um, so I, I've kind of asked everybody to go over this kind of, you know, give me like a biography on kind of how you became a Coug fan and why you became so passionately a Wazoo fan. You know, I think it's like at least parts of it you've covered before, but you grew up on the, what I affectionately refer to as the dry side of the state and you went to Wazoo and were, you were a very, very big basketball fan over there, and you were in school and graduating kind of at the right time to be a very, very big basketball fan. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, I grew up I grew up in Yakima. Um, I didn't really have any allegiance to WSU. Um, I probably would follow the Huskies more when I was growing up because mm-hmm. that was what was on TV. Um, but you know, I you know I, I knew when the Cougs were good, but. Um, you know, in 97 and, and all that. And, and I had one of my best friends um, is a, is a WSU legacy. Um, I, uh, I stayed in a dorm my freshman year in Duncan Dunn's named after his uh, um, great, great, great grandfather. So, oh, dang. Um, he's, he's, got he's that, like a fourth generation. I was about to say, he, he's got that, he's got that dorm royalty there going for it. Yeah. I kind of, I remember my, my senior year of high school, um, it's funny, our, 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 uh, our girls high school soccer team was in the state championship for like the third year in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had driven over to, uh, a federal way to watch the game. And I remember driving back, uh, they lost in, um, they lost in penalties. They lost the state championship in penalties. Ooh. And then, and then, uh, it was the exact same day as the 2002 Apple cup. And we were listening to on the radio. Um, I still to this day can't believe that he went to that soccer game. I remember him and a few of the other big kooks were like, you know, yelling the score to each other, basically talking to people on the phone at the game or whatever, yeah. you know, because um, there was no smartphones back then. No, yeah. But I, I, I just remember I hadn't um, decided to go to – it was the fall of my senior year. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I hadn't decided. I was, I was just watching him. Um, he was driving <laughs> over the pass. Um, I think we were about at Issaquah when uh, when the final play happened, and he was so dejected. I did uh, We're like, "Oh crap! Are we gonna die? Like, this is not good." Like, <laughs> should you um, did you turn around and drop me off at the airport so I can just yeah, fly okay, back um, to Yakima? <laughs> fly back to Yakima. Yeah. Uh, but we made it back. Um, eventually, uh, I made the decision to go to SU, which was great. I, I went to WSU sight unseen didn't even whoa wow really i uh up until probably when i decided to go to wsu i thought it was in spokane that is not a joke i grew up thinking that wsu was in or around spokane (laughs) there was a very Um, there was a there was a football player some years ago who i can't remember his name but he thought washington state was in seattle so when he got (laughs) he was surprised to get his like plane ticket to pullman after He's like, why am I going to Pullman? And then he got there and he realized that he had signed his NLI to play in Pullman, not in Seattle. Yeah. It's so very, very you were not the Marshawn only one. Lynch-esque story with going to Buffalo and thinking he was going to play in New York. Um, <laughs> there's, there's an unfortunate change of circumstance for a person. Buffalo or New York City. They're roughly the same. Yeah, yeah definitely the same. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, um, I remember uh, when I, I went to a live and I signed up late 
um, as I want to do. Um, but uh, uh, my, my my one of my other buddies who was who was going there. Uh, my two my two best friends also went to WSU um, from high school, so uh, that helped in deciding to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember him showing me on a map like how to get there from Yakima. He's like, "You drive out 24 until you want to like kill yourself because you're so tired, and then you drive, and then you turn at Othello, and then you just keep going, and uh, you, you, it's just you drive in nothing forever." And that's like how he described. I was like, "Okay, this yeah. is definitely not in Spokane." No, I, I had to. I, it's funny. I had to. My my high school car was not cut out to drive, uh, or it, it probably was obviously because I drove it to Pullman. But um, I think it was in the shop or something. So I had to. Um, I borrowed my uncle's truck and I had to learn how to drive a stick to uh, drive to Pullman, which actually is pretty beneficial um, uh, throughout the rest of my life. I still know how to drive a stick, but um, but yeah. So it was um, it was a big thing. Um, so yeah, alive was my first time in Pullman. Uh, I, I was a pretty spirited, um, sports fan growing up. I actually won most school spirit in high school. So, oh uh, my God. Don't, uh, <laughs> please tell me that is whole. I mean, I mean, for two things, one that is not a terribly surprising revelation to have. And two that that's on your LinkedIn right like that's that's under special achievement section like most spirited in high school class of 03 right yeah well it it was uh it everyone's sports teams like all our sports teams when i was there were pretty bad except besides the girls soccer, girl soccer yeah but uh i would I, a lot of my friends played on the teams and um i wasn't much of an at well i i, I was too lazy to play sports in high school honestly <laughs> i didn't want to run oh you had um, you had michael preston syndrome then congratulations yeah, yeah uh, you, had the, you had the same problem because yeah, it wasn't it was a small school so I, there wasn't much competition but mm-hmm. but yeah i i am um, at a basketball game once i put on the uh bear the ranger bear mascot costume and dunked it at halftime and i'm pretty sure that's what won me the award um because i was able to dunk a dunk a ball in in the mascot costume so that yeah it's it's not often i wish that smartphones existed when i was a teenager but for that moment right there i will wish they did because i would like to be able to see that uh now yeah i remember having to practice that but anyway so so yeah i was a spirited guy um i'll tell you when what really kind of uh i I was as soon as i got there to alive i was like this is me and I, i i i felt i was like i hate the huskies now like i didn't I, I was like, I was like, I, you hadn't, I even been to a, hadn't even been to a sporting event yet. You just stepped on campus, registered for some classes and you're like, yep, I hate you, dub. Yeah, I hate you, dub. And, <laughs> and so I remember my, my first game was, uh, driving over back over, back driving over to Seattle, which was a big deal to me because I grew up in Yakima. So you know, a lot of, you know, drove over, drove over with all my Yakima friends. We, the, we had a, we had another friend that was went to high school with us that actually went to Idaho. So we went over with him, just gave him shit for, 10 hours in the car and then uh, uh, watched WSU beat Idaho in, 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 the Seahawks stadium when it was called back then. But the next game was, uh, was the Notre Dame game. And uh, I remember watching that and what really cemented my Coug fandom. And I think what gave me um, just kind of, you know, what made me uh, 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 understand uh, Coug fandom um early on was uh watching that game drinking bush lights in my dorm room with 
if my RA is listening, uh, we were drinking uh, Cokes, Diet Coke or something. I don't know. Uh, I think the I think the statute of limitations is up on that one. I think you're good to go, probably. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So we were drinking Bush Lights in my dorm room and watching the Notre Dame game, and that that in 2003, that was when I was a freshman, and and so that happened, you know, uh, blowing that lead, uh, Drew Denning missing the extra points and field mm-hmm. goals and, and, uh, and, and just, uh, uh, we, we didn't think that we were going to be that good that year, but then they go to Notre Dame and nearly win. And you're like, oh, and then they beat the crap out of Colorado, um, the next week. And then they beat the crap out of Oregon and then like, oh my God. And then, you know, obviously, of course they win the holiday bowl. And so had that really fun first year of football, and then just some whatever years of football, but I, I was, you know, my fandom was was ingrained at that point. Yeah. And then, uh, and then obviously, yes, my senior season was Tony's first year, um, and that was just a, a blast. I had already been in the zoo crew for a few years. I was already, you know, um, crazy about you know the the basketball program. But once that happened, I had some friends on that were managers and stuff too, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember going into that season, it's like, oh, they could definitely make the NIT. And then they, they make that run. And uh, that was just a buy that, that I, we could talk about that Gonzaga game, but uh, I, I wanted to go with the football game because that's what you were. That was a very, with. no, I mean, that, well, I mean, that was a, we're, we're, this is, this is a, this is for anything. We can cover any kind of event here. But yeah, no, I actually, that was the first basketball game I ever went to at Wazoo was that Gonzaga game in 2006. Yeah. And that was, boy, setting expectations a mile high early. Never a good way to go with that. Uh, so you, so, you know, again, this is, this is your first sporting event you've been able to attend for Wazoo in person in, like you said, since that 08 Apple Cup. Well, first, first football game, I did make the drive down to Pittsburgh to watch the CBI championship. Ah, wow. You are, you, you drove, I mean, A, you drove from Vermont to Pittsburgh. That's commitment, my friend, to, to go, be willing to go to Pittsburgh after also being a Seahawks fan. Uh, and watching the super and, and watching Super Bowl forty, that is that is a level yeah. of commitment I was not aware that you had, and that even amazes me for you. That's. Do you have a Permanti sandwich at least? Is that is that is that good? Uh, I did. Uh, um, we went to Permanti's right after the game. Um, got the fries on the sandwich and all that. Yeah, for sure. Was it was it good? Like everybody from Pittsburgh says it's good. Was it good? Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I, I'm sure everybody would say that about. Whatever our regional dish is up here, I yeah. can't remember what it is. Um, so, th- so again, you know, but you haven't had a football game in person in five years, and first one's going to be 2013 at the Coliseum in LA. And I, I think what I remember at least was going into that year. You know, like you talked about earlier, it's not like SC was good, but it's still USC at the Coliseum, and Wazoo had that close game with Auburn the week before Mm -hmm. so going into this you were just kind of you know like you said you weren't expecting him to win but you were kind of expecting what going into this because this is your first time at the coliseum too right yeah i'm just like i'm just excited to um uh be in in a coup game atmosphere i'm excited to see like you know a historic uh stadium you know i'm excited you know i i connected with a um um uh coog center uh reader and we we had some beers before the game at, at the yard house in downtown la mm-hmm. and uh I, I may have spilled a beer um uh, at some point um but uh but yeah and I, I i i was just excited to um 
get to be around Cougs and, 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 and experience. Cause we went, we went to the, you know, the Coug like the alumni party before, yep. um, and, and all that. Um, so it was just, uh, and I think, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, outside of an apple cup, it was my, my first road game. So that was pretty fun to mm-hmm. be, be at a WSC road game. Um, USC was ranked at the time. So it's, it, it was, you know, that, that adds some element to it. They were playing a ranked team and, um, uh, we're, we're probably bad, you know, like after, <laughs> after that, this was, this was after the, the wolf years and, and Leach's first year, like uh-huh. there, there was literally no reason to think we were any good. Um, but, uh, I mean, cause even, we didn't even think Auburn was good. Um, they, they went on to go to the national championship game, but, right. <laughs> um, but we didn't even think Auburn, Auburn was good that year. Um, but yeah, so it's it was a uh, it, it was there was a lot going into it that just made it exciting. I mean, I think just being at a coup game was the most, but just to be a to be facing USC, the premier program, and they weren't that far away from being a national program at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was uh, it, it was pretty awesome. I think so. For me, what surprised me the most about this game i mean a that i wasn't there because we were living in la at the time and this is the weekend my father-in-law decided to have his his wedding which was just superb timing on his part but uh but this you know i i kind of expected the same thing as you i did not expect them to win but in year two of mike leach this was a defensive knockdown drag out fight like there was nothing and i and i don't mean that in like a oh these offenses were just inept and couldn't get going no these defenses were playing out of their skull like there was it was insane to me to watch this game and go what the heck is going on was that kind of the same reaction you had oh yeah um you're we we were expecting uh usc to to put up points and they scored pretty early uh, or I guess in the second quarter, but, yep. um, but it, it was on a, it was on like a short, short field, but whatever, but it was, it, it just felt like they were going to score, um, at least, you know, four or five touchdowns. Uh, they had Marquise Lee at the time, like, mm-hmm. it was like, a, um, and they, they had, you know, they had running backs like they always do. Um, of course we, we didn't know how, how, how bad the quarterbacks could possibly be um, for USC. And we found out that day, but, but yeah, it was, it was, a it was a crazy thing to watch. Just, uh, just every, every stop WSC would get was just like uh, another, again, again, they stopped him again. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. Um, it, you still felt like, you know, after they had a pretty tough, uh, uh, 2012 offensive season and, and the, you didn't, the air raid wasn't what it would become. And so you still were kind of expecting uh, an offensive touchdown to come from somewhere. Um, and I, um, if I remember right, they threw a pick in the end zone or close to it at one point. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you were expecting that to happen, but it just wouldn't. They were just struggling to yeah. to move the ball um, at all. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a, a total surprise. Like I, I, I would not have expected that, you know, it, it, more of along the lines of the Auburn game. Uh, the week before, which I think was thirty-one twenty-four-ish, but it, uh-huh. but it, yeah, so it it's uh it, it was wild and um yeah basically 
when uh, we're coming down, we're down z- when, when it's seven zero. When when they hit seven zero after uh, I think we turned the ball over and then they scored. Uh, you're thinking, ah, crap, this is probably it, right? Yeah, that's like, probably yeah. That's the direction the game's going, right? And I, I I want to before we get to the play, I'm I'm going to talk about here because the play I mean, of the game. Yeah, the, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, I I number one of two or number two of two, and it was the same person. Uh, well, I don't and, want to ruin your little music intro. <laughs> you know, I build the drama here. It's Demonte Horton, and he had more yards from scrimmage in this game than anybody else on the Washington State team, except for Connor Halliday, if you're going to count his passing yards as yards from scrimmage. So 29 yeah. second, 27 seconds to go in the half. USC has the ball. They are driving. And yeah. DeMonte Horton does something you are not even remotely expecting, right? Right. No, not at all. And uh, I, I'll tell you I have a, I have a little story before that. And so right before uh, this happened, yeah, USC, um, they're driving. Uh, they're, they're, I think they're past midfield. They definitely have time to score at this point. Mm-hmm. There's this um, uh, USC uh, undergrad who is probably about 15 rows in front of the Cood section, and she is just taunting us. She's like, she's like flipping us off. She's doing little like taunting dances at us like the whole time. And I mean, like, I don't know. It's you're up seven zero on WSU at home. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And to you, WSU should be nothing. We should not be anything to you. Yeah. So, so basically, you know, we're not expecting much. Uh, I I think actually like right before that WSU had turned the ball over again. And I think that's why we were kind of um, expecting, uh, uh, USC to go and score and I think that's why she was taunting us um we either turned the ball over or or turned it over in downs or something yeah and um yeah so uh Demonte Horton obviously he was a a big play guy not a fast guy uh, but but just had this kind of nose for the ball we call it a Horton obviously but yeah he Kessler drops back and out of nowhere Horton picks that ball off and it just felt like like as soon as he picked it off it felt like he was gonna score, but man, it just took it was it just took it was just such a long time for him to get to the end zone. And you're you're like you're celebrating, you're celebrating, and you're like, is he gonna score? Yeah, he's definitely gonna score. And and it's funny, you you see that USC guy coming up behind him, but uh, he made it. And 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 then suddenly, all of a sudden, it's seven seven. Uh, the game is turned around, and and. And it, right before halftime, we have hope. We're not losing anymore. Like, it's it's so exciting. In the slot is Marquise Lee. Picked. Goodbye. It's a pick six. DeMonte Horton. Chased from behind. He's gone. Touchdown, Cougars. I think the thing that surprises me the most about that, because I think it was Marquise Lee who was chasing him, right? Because he... He stepped in front of Marquise Lee because that, I, it was either him or Nelson Aguilar because I remember they were both so fast. And you're right, Horton had to run 70 yards and had a jump start on him going the other way. And the, Marquise Lee was still old, about two or three yards away from catching up. To the, if the field was another 10 yards long, Horton does not score on that play. And I think, like you mentioned, he always he always just had like this ability to know where the ball was going so he could pick it off. But that dude did not have wheels. 
Like he just no, I, he just didn't. I think on his I think on his pro day he ran a five flat forty. Yeah, not not a superb. I mean, the guy he was a really good like defender, like a you know like like if he could stay tight with a cornerback and it wasn't going to be like a long route, he was good to go. But yeah, that was. I don't know what the mystery there was from Kessler, but it did not go well. Or was it Max Wittick? I don't know which one of the quarterbacks was in this game, but it was it was it was Kessler that it was Kessler threw the pick, one. and okay, then they yeah. put in the uh, another guy Wittick, yeah, Max Wittick, yeah. He, he, he threw the he threw the second pick. Yeah, um, and yeah, we so I wanted to get to that eventually too because the other thing that happened was so again, you know, the third quarter is very uneventful. Again, weirdly in this game, like you don't expect that. And then in the fourth quarter, you know, again, 7-7, nobody's moving the ball. SC ended the game with only 193 total yards, and 151 came from Trey Madden on the ground, which is insane. Uh, But WSU's got to do something with the football. And do you remember that pass? I think it was to Dom Williams from Connor Halliday, where if I'm remembering it right, like Halliday just kind of threw up a prayer and it got to Williams for like a, like this humongous gain to get them into field goal range for the Fernie raid. If I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, uh, it was, it it was, it was definitely, um, Williams and it was like a hell of a catch. And, um, yeah, we, we were just, nothing had been happening. I, I had been spending, the entire quarter screaming at that girl um, that was taunting at us. I, I wasn't, I wasn't like letting her. No, you, her get you, away with that. you would never do that. No, I don't believe that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's, it's totally like they're doing nothing. Um, they're, they're in their own territory and then bam, 50 yards. Uh, Dom Williams picks it up and, and suddenly, uh, we are it. like Fernie was m- money, obviously, mm-hmm. and we're in we're in Fernie's range already at that point. Um, uh, and and Caldwell picks up and you know an extra f- few yards and, and uh, basically they sets up. Fernie hits that uh, field goal. There's three minutes left. You know, you're, you're I'm thinking like holy shit. Sorry again. Um, we're we are we are beating USC with three minutes to play in the Coliseum. And I have, I have traveled like 3000 miles or whatever to watch this game. And I have, I actually see a win. This is crazy. Um, of course, you know, you think back to my, you know, my experience with that very first experience, my dorm room with Notre Dame. So I don't truly believe that. Um, but yeah, then, man, just a a few plays later, a few plays later, man, uh, uh, he did much, it again. Uh, no, he did it again. A few plays later, it was again. It was just that nose for the football type of play where, because I think it was, was it? It was Wittick who threw this one, right? So a different USC yep. quarterback threw another pick, another pick to Demonte Horton to seal the game. Yeah, and he just uh, Horton just jumped jumped in front of the route again. Um, this time, you know, he was he was tackled, but um, it was it, it's when you're immediately doing the math in your head, like, can we? Can, can we kneel? Like, is, is can we do that? Like, <laughs> you, you can afford to run the ball a little bit with two and a half minutes left, but you got to be quicker with your tempo. The pass pick read perfectly. Wittick, Demonte, holy shit, holy crap! You know, it's like I've already said that three times. So whatever. <laughs> um, but but uh, but 
yeah, you're just like, can you, can we kneel? And man, it was barely like, it was, um, these days it's 25 second play clock. I think it was 40 seconds back then there was two eighteen left. Um, and it, and it, uh, it, it, they ran out the clock and, and that was, uh, that was bliss. That was bliss. Yeah. Um, I, I think I had, I had turned my, my attention away from screaming at, at taunting that one USC student to just celebrating with the, with the Coug fans, which was great. So I, I think the other thing I, I kind of take away from this game and, you know, again, it's, it's like this 10, seven defensive drag out Cody Kessler and Max Wittick look like crap. This very, rebuilding WSU football team goes into LA and unexpectedly beats SC, but we didn't know until a couple of weeks later, maybe the best part about all of this was that that was the second, the last nail in the coffin for Lane Kiffin at USC, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was funny when we were walking out, like I, I I remember one kid uh, crying to his dad, like, about Lane Kiffin, he's like, "When is Lane gonna be fired?" It was like this little kid. It was so like, so funny. I can't decide if that's like sad or great that the kid knows way too much. Like, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember knowing who Lou Pinella or the coach of the Seahawks was when I was that age enough to cry to want the guy fired. Oh, and and the kid was crying because like he knew that. You, I'm sure his dad has instilled in him that USC does not lose to Washington State. No, they do not. That does not happen. <laughs> this is this is not acceptable. That that like it, you're right because it's it's definitely one of those like they are good enough and Wazoo is not up on the totem pole enough that that like anytime you beat them it's like yeah okay fine but anytime you lose to them that is really bad and especially in that manner where. Cody Kessler, Marquise Lee, Nelson Aguilar, all these guys. I think there was a lot of pomp around Max Wittick at that time, too, that he was going to be this really good quarterback. That You do that to this WSU defense that was like not really good at all the year before and didn't look great the rest of the year, and that happened. That that is what happened in that game. Yeah, it was was just like going out of that stadium was – and the reason I obviously there's a lot of reasons why I chose that game, but man, it just felt so good to be a Coug at that very moment. Um, <laughs> all these USC fans are not so much mad, or they they're almost kind of like they have this weird sort of like maybe this is good, maybe Lane Kiffin's gonna get fired. It's really weird. Like the looks on their faces are just like this yeah. one. They don't know what to think. And, like, all the Coug fans are we're obviously, like, WC has not won in the Coliseum very often. Um, I think it's four or five times. Yeah. So it, uh, I, I'm thinking, like, you know, being me, I, I know the, like, the history behind this. And I'm screaming at my, like, you know, just like, this is, like, the fifth time WCU has ever won here, you know, uh, in all the – can hear yeah. me as USC fans and and but but I'm just I all I could think like that night and and still is like I got to see WSU win a game at the Coliseum and 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 also I got to see that little kid uh like I got to see like that little piece of USC fandom 
where like I got the, to the, the seat like the superiority <laughs> is is kind of ingrained oh in the children. I got to so. I got to watch a six year old cry about a lost was it. <laughs> Did you guys go anywhere after the game? Did you go back to the WSU event, or was it uh, was it back to the to uh, I think the I think Yard House is at is like near Staples Center. Where did you like go anywhere fun after the game, or just straight back to the hotel to get some blissful rest? rest. I think it was pretty late. I think it was a I think it was a seven. It was a seven thirty kick. Game. Yeah, it was a seven thirty kick. Um, so it took, as you know, in LA, uh, it took quite a while to yes. Um, uh, Jeremy, the Kook Center reader, he drove me back. Um, I can't remember if he drove me back to my hotel or drove me back to like a, the most, uh, the easiest, uh, train stop. I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think we did anything after the game. Um, I just, uh, maybe went to the hotel bar and had a beer. I can't, I, I truthfully can't remember. Um, knowing me, I probably had beer in my bag and my, my luggage and, pulled it out and drank it um but yeah it was it was i, I had a long uh time in uh in in la I, I will tell you the uh the next day i had to go down to anaheim for um the uh the conference so i took a train down to anaheim and uh, a little uh, extra bonus bit is is that while in line to buy my train ticket to go to anaheim i got yelled at um, by the actor that plays Scooter McGavin, um, because I was taking too long because my credit card wasn't working. <laughs> Wait a minute, at, what? At the machine. Wait, no, you mean you mean Shooter McGavin, right? Not Scooter Shooter McGavin. McGavin. I'm sorry. Wait, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shooter McGavin. Yeah, that is yeah. Uh, that's Christopher McDonald. You got yelled at by Christopher McDonald. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he 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 yelled at me. Um, uh, I didn't care. Uh, that, that was just like, all oh, right, I got yelled at by by by, by Shooter McGavin and the Cougs won, best weekend ever. Uh, <laughs> you know when you when you look up uh, Christopher McDonald on Google and you go to news, it's, it's the first story is from a day ago of famous people who are Buffalo Bills fans. <laughs> oh man, no wonder he was so mad. Oh my god, that's perfect. Oh, I eat pieces of shit shite like you for breakfast oh my god oh that's perfect i I want him to be wearing like one of those goofy sweaters he wore in that movie like he just looked like such a stereotypical golf douche person in yeah golf yeah yeah they 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 nailed that aesthetic no they they got like i did not expect that i did not expect that level of like a character and costume development from happy madison productions but we did get it in that movie we have trailed off much like uh you and jeff so eloquently do at the end of podcast versus everyone to end each one of your shows and it frankly made my day to know that christopher mcdonald is a buffalo bills fan that just that that makes my that makes my day (laughs) Uh, the 2013 game, Craig, never been made happier by another guy than by DeMonte Horton. I think that's fair to say, right? Fair to say. Fair to say. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. I appreciate it. All right, thanks.